This episode is sponsored by Day by Daybook, a guided journal that helps you navigate the ups and downs of change while creating a life you love. For more information on the classic recovery or teen daybook, go to livedaybyday.com. Now, the journey from hope to faith to belief to knowing is just more evidence of our capacity for growth. It helps us evolve from being dreamers to becoming believers and ultimately possessing unshakable confidence and inner knowing that we're on the right path. Welcome to Journeys Through Change, a podcast that inspires women to let go of the fear and say yes to possibility. I'm your host, Noelle Van, an author, creator, and empowerment coach who spent years in corporate America helping innovators and leaders ride the waves of change with ease and grace. I now work with women to step into change and unleash the power they have to create a life they love. Whether you're contemplating a change in your career, relationship, health, lifestyle, or anything in between, nothing's off the table. I'll be offering up simple insights to help you manage the ups and downs of change and sharing interviews with successful women who took a leap of faith to create the life they knew they were meant to live, sharing their wisdom, advice, and all the juicy lessons they learned along the way. So get cozy in your favorite comfy chair and let's get started. I wanted to go over something today that I think is really important for us to recognize when it comes to contemplating change in our lives. It's four distinct emotional states that we often experience when dealing with uncertainty or change in our lives. Now, each state represents where we are emotionally, and it takes us on a natural progression the more invested we become in any particular situation. Now, this is something that my coach introduced to me several years ago, and it was so enlightening because I realized that I was sort of on the very beginning part of this continuum. Everything he said about it rang true as I moved from one to the other. Now, the progression goes from hope to faith to belief to knowing. Now, it's important to know these stages are not always linear, and you could move back and forth between them. But let's go over each stage just in more detail to give you a better idea. So the first stage is hope. Now, we discussed the power of hope in an earlier episode, but I want to share a quick personal story with you about my first connection to the concept of hope. I participated in a writer's retreat back in 2012 down in Carmel, California, and it's a majestic little town known for its deep connection to creativity and literary history. Now, the retreat was basically a seven-day writing intensive with four other women who were also setting out to become published authors. And I was about one year into my sobriety, and to say I was feeling a bit lost is definitely an understatement. I knew I had this book in me, but was just dipping my toes in the water of actually taking action to write it. Now, to this day, I so wish I had more of a mental and emotional capacity at that time to take it all in while I was there. But let's just say I was where I was. So my book was still a twinkle in my eye, and the workshop brought about a ton of insecurity and doubt. And I remember getting ready to leave and feeling like I had made zero progress. So on the last day of our time together, as we said our goodbyes, one of the women in the group passed around a burlap bag and asked each one of us to pull out a stone as a parting gift. Now I reached in and pulled mine out, and on the top was the word hope. Now I have to say, at first, it felt like a disappointment because I used to equate hope to like hoping against hope that something may happen. So sort of like throwing a wish out there and having doubts that it could actually come true. And now that I look back on it, it was a pretty good indication of where my head was at at the time about pretty much everything. So I put it in my suitcase and took it home with me. And it's traveled with me to different homes ever since, sitting on my kitchen windowsill for the past 11 years. I admit 
I continue to glance at it from time to time and laugh at how differently I think of hope now. It's taken on a whole new meaning to me. Now, what I didn't know back in Carmel is how significant hope was in my life at that time. It truly symbolized a starting point on my path, which is exactly where I was at the very, very beginning. I now know that hope is the initial stage of commitment and where we express a desire or a wish for something, setting the wheels in motion for it to come into reality. So hope often arises when we face uncertainty or challenges or we're looking for a way to improve our circumstances. And it's often triggered by a perceived opportunity or a simple desire for change. So hope is often the starting point of our journey because it's that flicker of optimism that ignites in the face of uncertainty. It's that light that guides us when we're faced with challenges, obstacles, or any kind of uncharted territory. So hope is essentially the belief in possibility. Now, during this stage of hope, we may find ourselves wishing for change, yearning for a particular outcome, or seeking a path forward. But it's even more powerful than that. In our subconscious mind, we're actually setting something in motion. So hope is the first thing that propels us forward. Now, I see now that I was in a very early stage of hope when I went on that retreat. I was kind of a mess, but I would say I was just starting to see that glimmer or spark of what I could do or become. Although I didn't know what it might look like, I knew in my heart that time was the only thing holding me back from finding out. So for those of you who may be in this stage, here are a few ways you can strengthen your hope. The first is set clear intention. Define your goals and aspirations clearly as best as you can in the moment. When you know what you're hoping to achieve, it becomes easier to stay focused and motivated. Second, visualize success. So create a mental image of your desired outcome. Once again, you may not know what that will look like, but visualization can boost your confidence and make your hopes more tangible. And then lastly, surround yourself with positivity. And we talk about this a lot. Spend time with people who uplift and inspire you. Positivity is contagious and it can also fuel your hope. Okay, so now on to the second stage, which is faith. Faith is basically a stronger belief in the possibility of a positive outcome, even in the absence of concrete evidence. Now, it can be rooted in our values, religious beliefs, past experiences, but it often arises when hope is sustained over time and becomes more firmly established in our minds. So as we move forward in life, hope often matures into faith. Now, faith transcends mere optimism. It's really a deep-rooted trust in the unseen and the unknown. It's an unwavering understanding that there's a larger guiding force at play. At this stage, doubt may still linger, but it's faith that gives us strength to stay committed to our path, even when the journey's hard. Now, in my book, The Sober Leap, I talk about different moments in my life where I felt an outside force taking over and guiding me towards safety. The morning I decided to get sober was one of those moments. And as I was writing that book, I was connecting those dots, strengthening my faith that the universe had bigger plans for me. Now, some ways to strengthen your faith are... First, to build resilience. So embrace challenges as opportunities for growth. So when you view setbacks as part of your journey, your faith just becomes more robust. Secondly, seek guidance, which is always helpful. Connect with mentors, spiritual leaders who can help provide support and perspective during any times of uncertainty. And then lastly, practice mindfulness, which is really key. Engage in meditation or whatever you call taking pause, moments of silence and other practices that help you stay grounded so you can stay connected to your faith. Now, the third stage in this progression is belief. 
So belief is now a stage that you move into where you hold a conviction or acceptance of an idea or outcome. So this is typically based on a combination of evidence and personal experiences. So now you're kind of moving out of that place of, I am seeking out something and I know in my heart it can happen without having any idea what that might look like into belief, which becomes a more grounded, more a stronger way of holding on to that conviction. It happens when you have gathered enough information and have enough positive experiences to solidify the conviction. So in other words, you've got things in your past that will sort of stand true and help you to carry on that belief. Belief marks a significant shift in our journey, right? So a transition from trust in the unseen to conviction in the known. Like you know it, you're starting to really get towards knowing. So belief is grounded in evidence, experience, and knowledge. So during this phase, We may have seen results from our efforts, might have actually experienced tangible results. Now, belief offers a sense of certainty and confidence in our abilities and the path we've chosen. So this is also a maturity of the mind. It's also a greater connection and a higher confidence level that something can happen. And it's a stage where we're no longer merely hoping or having faith, but where we know we're on the right track. Now, I would say this kicked in for me once I had several years of sobriety behind me, and my self-confidence had grown to the extent that I trusted myself in the journey I was on. I was also feeling the emotional and physical benefits of sobriety, which really helped. And I felt more grounded and was seeing that the challenges I had faced were leading me to a bigger purpose. So here are three ways that you can strengthen your belief. Celebrate small wins. Recognize and celebrate your achievements, no matter how small because each success reinforces your belief in your own capabilities, right? History shows us. Second is learn continuously. So expand your knowledge and skills in your chosen path. The more expertise you gain, the stronger your belief in your abilities. And then lastly, positive self-talk, which we've talked about a bit. Make sure you challenge and replace negative self-talk with positive affirmations all the time. Belief in yourself is closely tied to the way that you speak to yourself. Okay, the last stage is knowing. This is the most stable and confident stage in the continuum. And it's the final destination in our journey. It's an unshakable awareness that transcends all doubt and uncertainty. So knowing is a stage where we possess a profound understanding of our path, our purpose, and our true selves. It's a state of clarity that requires no validation or external approval. It's kind of the place we ultimately want to be. In the stage of knowing, we no longer seek validation or reassurance because we become our own guiding light. This is where intuition and wisdom converge, helping us to make the decisions with unwavering confidence. So when it comes to my recovery, this is a stage I've been in for some time now. How can I tell? Well, a few examples are, I no longer feel emotionally charged when asked about my sobriety. That's a biggie. I am able to speak about it with greater knowledge and more objective perspective. I feel grounded in who I am and grateful for the ups and downs it took me to get here. I take accountability for the experience and don't blame others. And I know I can help others who are still on a path and looking for direction. So all of those things are indicators to me that I've arrived at a place of sincere acceptance, confidence, and commitment. Now, here are a few ways that you can strengthen your knowing. The first is trust that intuition. Regardless of where you are in this process, continue to listen to yourself. Continue to listen to your intuition. Pay attention to your own inner guidance. Knowing is often a result of deep 
self-awareness and trusting in your own inner wisdom. Secondly, and this is something you're going to hear a lot from me, reflect and journal. Write, write, write. Even if for five minutes a day, regularly reflect on your experiences and journal your insights. This could do wonders for deepening your understanding and reinforcing your knowing and also can decrease anxiety and depression profoundly. That's my own side note. Lastly, stay authentic. Be true to yourself and your values. Knowing often arises when you're living in alignment with your authentic self. So being who you are fully. Now remember that this journey is not linear and you may find yourself moving back and forth between stages, which is perfectly normal. The key is to nurture each one intentionally and recognize the progress you make along the way. Also, you may have different criteria for what constitutes evidence and certainty, so this can also influence your progression through this continuum. The point being, you are always going to be in one stage or another when it comes to your level of commitment to where you are in life and how you view your circumstances. Knowing these stages exist helps me to understand where I am at different times in my life and has allowed me to get to that next level of acceptance at times when that little push was all I needed to take a bigger leap in my life. Now, the journey from hope to faith to belief to knowing is just more evidence of our capacity for growth. It helps us evolve from being dreamers to becoming believers and ultimately possessing unshakable confidence and inner knowing that we're on the right path, a destination we all strive for. So with that said, trust the process and be open to letting your own journey unfold in your own time and in your own way. That's it for now. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Journeys Through Change podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or really wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow us and leave a review if you've enjoyed this episode. And share it with a friend or on social media to spread the good word. So more women like you can find us and join in on the fun. For more information on the podcast or day-by-day book, go to livedaybyday.com.